The Biden administration sends more money and weapons to Ukraine, and there's no end in sight in what we're going to give to Ukraine. Wonder why. Uh, it doesn't look like we are ever going to see that manifesto for the trans shooter in Nashville, the one that killed six people at the Covenant School. Um, and here's another example of why people should never apologize to the left. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh my gosh, so much is going on. We're, we're going to try and get through all of this. I'm trying to get away from doing a podcast on Friday because I, I get, I've got writing I have to do, I honestly. By the way, I didn't mention yesterday, I do have new videos on Rumble. So go to rumble.com, take a look at them. Just type in Dumbasses Talking Politics in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and click that Rumble button. They're a lot shorter this time. So, okay, let's get to some news, and there's a ton of it. All right, let's get to some news. Okay, so the Biden administration, which, by the way, Joe Biden is now under investigation by the House for taking a bribe from Burisma, which is a Ukrainian energy company, um, and we got to wonder why Ukraine keeps getting so much money. And, well, we're gonna we're finding out. We're we're gonna find out. This whole stuff is the, all this stuff is coming out now, uh, right on time too. The election's coming up, so the Biden administration has sent another three hundred and twenty-five million to Ukraine yesterday, and that's after sending them two point one billion dollars worth of equipment a few days before. Um. I, I don't even know what to say. I, these guys are have sent them over a hundred billion dollars worth of money and equipment, and yet when we see videos come out from Ukraine, they don't look like they're going through that much of a war. Well, there's a reason they're not going through that much of a war. Vlad Putin made a rather surprising admission. He said that Russia doesn't have enough equipment to keep fighting this war. They don't have enough drones. They don't have enough high-precision ammunition. They're short on communication equipment. He acknowledged that they're taking catastrophic, and that's his words, catastrophic losses on the battlefield as far as men are concerned. Ukraine is now preparing for an offensive, and that's why one of the reasons why some of the, uh, there's some talk about Russia blowing up a dam to flood an area that Ukraine is supposed to go after. Hey, here's a newsflash. This war is never going to end. And I'm not completely convinced that Vlad Putin is on the up and up. I think he might be bullshitting a little bit. We already know he's dealing with China. And I can't be totally sure that he's not getting equipment and money from China. Because China loves this war. They love it because the United States keeps dumping their load on Ukraine. A worthless little landlocked country in the middle of freaking Eastern Europe. And meanwhile, they're threatening Taiwan. They love the United States doing this crap. And the reason our president is doing it, I don't think this is a conspiracy theory, is because uh, Voldemort Zelensky's got shit on Joe Biden. 
And Joe Biden knows it. And Joe Biden has to give as much money as he can. Our money, mind you, not his. Joe Biden, see, that's the thing. Joe Biden's not sacrificing a damn thing over there. It's our money. It's our security he's fucking with. Anyway, just an absolute garbage human being. Uh, in other news, Donald Trump uh, pleaded not guilty to the 37 charges uh, against the Espionage Act. I, 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 I finally looked at some of the charges and what he could get. You know, he could get 400 years in prison. 400 years in prison. Now, I had said one of the things that the reason that sometimes a prosecutor comes up with so many charges is because they're looking for one to stick. They're not going to get, he's not going to be found guilty on all 37 charges. There's, there's just no way. And though I got to tell you, two things can be right at once. This could be a political attack. This is a political attack. There's no question. This is a political attack. And Donald Trump's probably guilty of some of these. Some of these look like reading, read, if, if this guy, and I said this yesterday, if this guy has half the information, half the evidence he says he does, Donald Trump's looking at a good 30 to 40 years in prison. Will he serve that? Probably not. But it's possible. Uh, I don't think this guy, Jack Smith, or whatever his name is, has that much confidence. That's why he threw 37 charges. I also think that, but one of the things that does get me is he wants a fast trial. He won't waive the speedy trial thing, which is odd. And the reason is he wants him convicted before uh, the election next year. That raises a bunch of questions. Maybe he does have something there. I mean, it was brought up today. It's a very good, there's a chance that Donald Trump could be running for president while he's in jail. There's a chance. It could happen. I don't know. But this is, you know why I don't worry about this? I'm voting for DeSantis. This is the kind of bullshit we really don't need in a presidential election. They went after Trump. This is purely political. It's purely political. I mean, they didn't go after Hillary. Everyone says, oh, no one's above the law. Yeah, there are. Joe Biden is above the law. Uh, Barack Obama is above the law. Hillary Clinton's above the law. Eric Swalwell's above the law. Nancy Pelosi's above the law. Uh, Dianne Feinstein is above the law. What are you talking about? They're not above the law. Of course they're above the law. Every one of those people have committed felonies and crimes. Every one of them. Not only are we not prosecuting them, we're not even investigating them. And by the way, you hear innocent until proven guilty. I know a lot of people say that. But listen, we all know they did it. There's not even a question. We know that that Joe Biden's been taking money from at least Ukraine. I didn't and Russia. We know this for a fact. Joe Biden admitted it in Ukraine on film. I didn't know about Mexico, China, the um, Nicaragua or Honduras or whatever it is. I didn't know about the other 10 countries he's been dealing with. But we do know about Ukraine and Russia. We, we know this for a fact. Okay. Anyway, 
Uh, so he pleaded not guilty. I know, I went off on a tangent. So he pleaded not guilty to 37 charges uh, related to the Espionage Act. And right after he got out of the courthouse, he went to a Cuban bistro in Miami and bought everybody lunch. And <laughs> this is a good thing. The only presidential candidate, and I didn't agree with this too, even Mike Pence or Ron DeSantis, you know what? Go and support Donald Trump. You don't have to agree with him. That doesn't mean you're not going to fight him later on. But go visit him. Go support him. None of them did. The only one that did was Vivek Ramaswamy, who is a big Trump supporter. I, I just think, I don't understand. That's the first thing I thought of is, where is everybody? They should have been out there supporting him. They didn't. Okay, so Trump did fly after this mess. He flew to New Jersey and he had a statement. He had a, it was almost a, a, a rally. So let's listen to what he said. This is about two minutes of, of his uh, statement. If the communists get away with this, it won't stop with me. They will not hesitate to ramp up their persecution of Christians, pro-life activists, parents attending school board meetings, and even future Republican candidates, which they do. We must end it permanently and we must end it immediately. Now that the seal, so important, is broken, the seal is broken by what they've done. They should never have done this. This was an unwritten rule. You just don't, unless it's really bad. But you just don't. But the seal is now broken. In addition to closing the border and removing all of the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine. I'll have it ended in 24 hours. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. Name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. And when I'm reelected, and we will get reelected, we have no choice. We're not going to have a country anymore. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. And we know who they are. I know exactly who they are. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want you silent. And I am the only one that can save this nation because you know they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way and I will never be moving. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. Okay, it was a good speech. There's no question. And everything he said was correct. And, I mean, the, he attacked Biden. He basically brought this whole thing up as political, but that wasn't his entire deal. He was talking about how the country is going to hell in, hell in a handbasket, and it is. There's absolutely no question what he said is, is correct. Everything he said was correct. It was a very good speech. Do you know how we know it was a very good speech? 
do we do you know how I know that everything he said was true and that it was it everything all the horror that he was talking about is absolutely true because CNN and MSNBC on air sat back and said well we're just not going to play it because he's lying ignore everything he's got and MSNBC and CNN wonder why Fox who's no one's watching right now is still leading him by a million viewers a day, a night, combined. It's because they don't report the news. So we know Donald Trump's really got them going. Donald Trump, if he's going to win this election, he needs to stay away from from this, stop being a narcissist, which is very hard to do for him, and start going after Biden. Go after Biden. Attack Biden. Don't worry about your indictment. Say, yeah, this is a a BS political thing. But Joe Biden, keep bringing up Biden. That is something he's going to have to do. He'll even win me over. I mean, I'm going to vote for him if he ends up the nominee. But even I would go for that. Keep bringing this Joe Biden up. Keep bringing the crime family up. Keep bringing the fact that Joe Biden doesn't want to debate. That's another thing. Hey, no, he's got to debate me. He wants to be president of the United States. He's incompetent. He's destroyed the country. He is uh, senile. He needs to debate me and show us that he's not. Okay, so I I thought it was good. So a couple other pieces of news. Uh, Pat Sajak is retiring from Wheel of Fortune. He's been on the show since 1981. So what is that, 80, 80? what is that, 42 years, 43 years? He's 76 years old. He looks great. I mean, why wouldn't he look great? He's made tens of millions of dollars telling people to spin a big wheel for the last 42, 43 years. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, They've decided they've got a front runner to replace him. Um, Ryan Seacrest, I don't even understand that move. So I, I, for all, for everybody who is over the age of 87, uh, be prepared for Wheel of Fortune to be canceled because Ryan Seacrest, really? Okay, well, that's him. And finally, last bit of news. Uh, actually, I got two more things. Las Vegas Knights have won their first NHL Hockey Stanley Cup last night. Beat the crap out of the Florida Panthers uh, 9-3. It was actually a hard game to watch. I fast-forwarded it because it was just like, this is terrible. And now, finally, in other news, Bud Light is taking it in the butt. They are they they lost their position as the top beer in the country. Now, they, they came in second to Modelo. Now, they just lost their position as top domestic beer. So they're losing their asses to either Miller or Coors or one of those beers out there. They are just falling like a rock. And they're screwed. They're screwed. The reason they're screwed is because they've become a joke. They have made themselves into a freaking joke. Everyone says, oh, well, Target can't do that. We'll Bud Light them. They are now, their brand is now tranced. No one's interested. I think they're screwed. Be prepared 
for uh, Anheuser-Busch to make some major changes. Major changes to their brand. A Bud Light brand. They may even change the name. That's how bad it is. Okay, so that was our news. Now let's get to our first story. Now last week we talked about a Toronto pitcher named Anthony Bass. Now Anthony Bass, if you remember, he retweeted a post by somebody else on Instagram or reposted something on Instagram of a guy, a Christian, condemning Target and Bud Light for supporting this LGBTQI plus poop emoji uh, ideology and saying, basically, you guys are all going to hell. So the Toronto Blue Jays, which is the Major League Baseball team, yelled at him, basically forced him to apologize and then, which he did like a like a big puss. He he apologized like a whiny little bitch. And then they even forced him to catch the ball, the first pitch, which was going to be thrown out by some LGBTQ activist. Well, he never got to that point. And that son of a bitch now will learn never apologize ever. It's never going to help. There's no point. You might as well go down with the ship. Be brave. According to the Post-Millennial, Toronto Blue Jays have reportedly cut pitcher Anthony Bass after he shared posts that support the boycott of Target and Bud Light. According to the Associated Press, the move to cut Bass came hours before he was set to catch a ceremonial first pitch thrown by LGBTQI plus poop emoji activist Leslie Lee Cam, a trans person, of course, because he spells Leslie L-E capital Z L-I-E. So, you know, he's a trans guy because because that's exactly what these people do to kick off Friday's game against Minnesota. And as Blue Jays begin their fourth annual Pride Week celebration, uh, you know what? Screw him. He deserves it. There was no reason for him to apologize. He should have known not to apologize that he was going to get cut. I mean, they were calling for him to be cut. They don't forgive. They do not forgive. They exclude anyone who who goes against their ideology. Because this ideology is a religion. And by the way, the right, we can't defend him. You admitted guilt. You apologized. Be brave. Don't apologize. No, men can't be women and women can't be men. If that makes me a white supremacist, transphobe, bigot, so be it. And then the other problem is this guy's like 37 years old. He's been in the Major League Baseball for like 10 years, 15 years. The guy's rich. He doesn't need to play anymore. Matter of fact, he's probably in line to retire. So what are you apologizing for? Well, the um, there is an MLB team, a uh, baseball team, that basically said fuck you to the LGBTQI plus poop emoji ideology. And that is the Texas Rangers. Leave it to Texas, a Texas team to flip the bird at all these perverts. Now, what's really funny about this is they're from Dallas. They live at, they're in Fort Worth, which is just outside of Dallas. Not exactly a right wing community. It, it's actually pretty moderate. It's, it's actually, you could even say closer to left wing than right wing. But they sat back and said, no, we're not doing this. 
According to the Texas Scorecard, as corporations and organizations continue to promote the LGBTQI plus poop emoji agenda through June under the Pride Month celebration, and that's put in quotes, by the way, by the, this is good, the Texas Rangers remain the only base, Major League Baseball team refusing to celebrate and promote Pride, and promote LGBTQI plus poop emoji Pride. In 2003, the Rangers attempted to host an informal gay night, in quotes, uh, where, without officially marketing the event, they invited several LGBTQI plus poop emoji groups to the stadium. However, the event was met by heavy protest. Since then, the Rangers have held fast to their decision not to host another Pride celebration, though they have avoided making the statement official. Good for them. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. But I got news for you. Major League Baseball, they're also feeling the heat. So they decided they're going to take a stand. This is from the Daily Signal. And this was released today. I'm actually, I, this isn't even part of my post, my script. So if you go to my website, you're not going to see this. In this year of consumer backlash, it may go down as one of the biggest coups of 2023. While Americans bring the country's mightiest brands to their knees, Major League Baseball has decided to dodge the flack, quietly ordering teams to ditch their pride uniforms entirely. The directive, which was issued at the height of the NHL's Players' Revolt, signals that the tables have, in fact, turned. So there you go. There you have it. And I told you, why doesn't everybody just do what the NHL did? The players in the NHL said, I'm not, I'm not wearing that jersey. I'm not wearing that rainbow pride jersey. And that wasn't even part of what they were going to wear during the game. Game, it was just warm-ups. It was a warm-up jersey. And so the NHL players, which the NHL is an, actually a very conservative league, sat back and said, we're not wearing that crap. And so what the NHL do? F it. We're just not gonna we're not even gonna deal with it. We'll just get rid of Pride Night. And they got rid of Pride Night altogether. Major League Baseball is gonna learn. They see the bullshit that happened in Los Angeles with the uh, Sisters of Perpetual uh, Indulgence. They see the problems the Dodgers are having, and the Dodgers are freaking out. There is a chance that this Pride Night where they're gonna honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is day after tomorrow, which is the 16th, Friday, there is a chance the Dodgers will change their mind because they're getting so much crap. All right. So, you know, here's here's a story that I, you know, I thought at first when I saw this story, I was hoping that we would get the opportunity to see the trans shooter shooters manifesto this is the gal who said she's a woman who shot up a christian school in nashville tennessee killing six people including three children uh i wanted to see what this this broad actually wrote and i said hopefully i was hoping we'd see it well i doubt we're ever going to see the thing i think this is this is something that's going to be hidden away the FBI and the government did everything they could to actually hide this thing. According to the Daily Wire, who, by the way, the Daily Wire went put in several FOIA requests to get this thing released. 
The attorney for the parents of the Covenant School shooter notified the court on Thursday that they intend to assign rights of the manifesto to the families of the victims, according to the News Channel 5. The news came during a hearing for a lawsuit seeking the release of the writings. The attorney for the killer's parents reportedly said the documents should be property of the families and that the ownership would be transferred by the end of the week. Once the request goes through, it's it's likely the manifesto will not be made public, the outlet reports. If, quote, if they own the papers, then they have standing over whether they will be released or not, the attorney said. Um, so we're going to have to see what happens here. When, when, when crap like this goes through the courts and stuff, when all this stuff has to be legally done, I'm sorry, this is just putting bureaucracy in charge of whether we actually see this thing or not. I'm beginning to just give up. Now, the FBI, the Justice Department, the Nashville PD, they all had this thing for six months. They never wanted to release the thing, even though they, the Nashville PD said they would release it. They never wanted to release this. The FBI, there's no reason to redact anything. Even though they said, well, we're going to do react redacting, and everyone kept saying, why? She's dead. There's no reason to redact anything. Then the FBI came up with 50 different excuses. Then they decided to release the prop it as property to the family, which makes zero sense, by the way. I've never heard of a manifesto being released to the family. It's always been public, uh, public in the public sphere, and the public had a right to it. And the reason is because this person killed members of the public, so it should be released. And now I've never heard of the family of the assailant getting sole possession and ownership. of it, It's all bullshit. We're never going to see it. It's never coming out. With that being said, don't tell me I'm a conspiracy theorist telling you that she walked into a Christian school as a trans man to kill Christians and Christian kids because she hates Christianity because they re reject her crap about being a man. That's what it is. Do not, unless I see something different, I don't think there's anything different in the manifesto. Don't forget, this gal wrote a note to a friend that said, everyone will know why it happened when it happens. In other words, Yes, I'm killing Christians because I hate Christians. But I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. Now, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe they'll release it. I'm telling you, if this whole thing's happening, if it's going through the courts and all this crap, it's not going to happen. Okay, yeah, you know, this is, it's, this is driving me absolutely crazy. We talked about this yesterday, this trans thing. And again, next month, we probably won't talk about it as much. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world we need to talk about with China and all this stuff, but this stuff just keeps happening. Here's my message. Women, you need to fight a little bit. It's the trans community, the LGBTQI plus poop emoji community, and I use that community in scare quotes. Yeah, they're attacking you. They're not attacking me. I'm already evil. I'm a straight white male. Married to a woman, appreciates family, loves America. I'm the worst human being 
on the face of the planet, according to these people. They're not a, they, they've attacked me already. I just don't care. They're attacking you now. So women, I think it's important that you folks actually get in, get involved here and start fighting. Here's another story showing you that. According to the Post Millennial, a female-only nude spa in Washington State has been forced to give biological males access to its facilities following an unsuccessful legal battle against the Washington State Human Rights Commission. A Seattle court rule, you know, the just to contradict, State Human Rights Commission. First off, it's Orwellian. Second off, it's bullshit. It's only they're only concerned with human rights for a set of people probably less than 1% of their population. Continuing, a Seattle court ruled that Olympus Spa, which has locations in Linwood and Tacoma, Washington, could not constitutionally prevent biological males from bathing naked with women. Because you know in the Constitution, the forefathers were thinking we should have a way to make it that men can bathe naked with women. Yes, that I'm sure that was what they thought about in the Constitution. Good job, Judge. The WSHRC had previously found that business discriminated against a trans-identified male and ordered the owners to change their policy to accept those who simply call themselves female. The man, Haven Wilvich, why do these trans people have the most effed up names? I, I don't know. First submitted his complaint in 2020 after being refused entry on the grounds that his male genitalia were still present. In other words, he was a man, and this was a woman's only spa. And by the way, uh, he was refused entry. Let's put that in quotes. According to Redux, in May 2020, Wilvich alleged that he had been discriminated against based on his gender identity after trying to purchase a membership at Olympus Spa four months earlier and being rejected because he had not had, quote, gender reassignment, end quote, surgery. Wilvich claimed that he had been told that the spa told by the spa that transgender women without quote transgender women without surgery are not welcome because it would make the other customers and staff feel uncomfortable end quote however nobody worked there could remember speaking to him nor were there any records proving that he had applied okay so right now this store this this business is probably going to have to close or they're going to have to spend tons of money going all the way to the Supreme Court because that's where this is heading. All right. Now, the good news is the owner of the, the spa said, bullshit, we're not doing this. We're not letting in men and we are going to fight this. So, and she's got, a, a, apparently she's got attorneys that she's not paying. They're actually doing it pro bono. I think I remember reading that someplace, but we're going to have to see. So this is probably going to go to the Supreme Court or the business is going to close. Now, what's amazing is, and what the article actually kind of is alluding to, this guy never went into the spa. That this guy just read the policy and decided to sue. To shut this place down or make them force them to do something they didn't want to do. And, I mean, which, by the way, the I can't believe the judge doesn't know about. That would make this irrelevant. Okay? By the way, all the, the terms, like the boycotts of Target, the boycotts of Bud Light, that's all called 
economic terrorism by the left. But we're not shutting down Bud Light. We're not shutting down Target. We're just not spending our money towards those businesses. This guy is going down to shut down the business. This guy is there to destroy a business. This, and he's using the law to do it. This is economic terrorism. And finally, you know, one of the things, one of the things that really drives me crazy is, oh, well, he's uncomfortable because he's got a dick and balls and he wants to be naked, jerking off in front of women, naked women. He's uncomfortable. So all of the women in the business who are supposed to be naked and they feel uncomfortable, that doesn't matter. It's that one guy, which by the way, he can go to any business that serves men. There's plenty of businesses that serve men that do the same bloody thing. But no, it's his comfort that matters. The height of narcissism. Everybody else who walks in there, every other female, they don't matter. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say. Women, get on it. Start fighting this crap. And by the way, they're getting there. They Women are beginning to sit there. All that empathy they felt when gay marriage came along. Yeah, that empathy is going away. Because women are beginning to fight a little bit. And what's also interesting, the LGBTQI plus poop emoji community, and in square quotes, is also beginning to fight back. Which means they're beating the shit out of women. And I could not... I could not ignore this story. And by the way, this podcast is so long, uh, you're going to have to go to Rumble because I'm going to do a couple Rumble videos this week. They're going to be a lot shorter. Um, But (laughs) this is stuff I'd be talking on the podcast if it weren't for the fact I've got so much on the podcast. Uh, This is from MS... This is from... uh, Who is this from? This is from MSN.com. This is just amazing. Outrage has been expressed online at John Hopkins University over the non-binary inclusive definition of lesbian in its glossary of LGBTQI plus poop emoji terms. The Baltimore-based university, a major hub of medical research in the United States, maintains an extensive glossary of definitions for terms relevant to the broad LGBTQI plus poop emoji community, which is updated as the subject of gender and sexual identity. John Hopkins is one of the major medical associations in the country. Major. It's up there with, um, what's that clinic? Uh, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Social media users accused John Hopkins of attempting to erase women, which they are. They also pointed to the glossary listing for gay men, which does not use term sim, use similarly non-binary inclusive language okay let me find what they said okay here it is now this is just just came out i just found out about this so I, i'm actually reading as goes the definition prompted backlash on social media oh where is it here let me find it Oh, here it is. On Monday, the glossary's new definition of lesbian came under attack as university defined the term as a non-man attracted to non-men. The update meant to be inclusive of non-binary individuals who might still identify as lesbians. Okay, so a non-man attracted to a non-man. Can you think... Here's the thing 
with definitions. Definitions are there to make something clear of what it is. An animal that is overly friendly to human beings, has four legs, fur, and barks, describes a dog. A non-man attracted to a non-man. What does that mean? So, if a woman is attracted to an animal, that makes her a lesbian. And by the way, that bestiality, yes, that's becoming legal too. What does that mean? It is it is just a bizarre... So, I'm a man attracted to women. I guess if I say I'm a woman and I'm attracted to women, that makes me a lesbian? Well, that's the idea. That's exactly the idea. It doesn't make you a straight man. Dylan Mulvaney, uh, two weeks ago, sat back and said, you know, he's kind of attracted to women now, so he's a lesbian. No, you're not. You're a you're straight man. But this is the kind of bullshit that these guys do. They they change the meaning of words. Now, what's really disturbing about this? What's really disturbing about this is two things. One, this is the elimination of women. The lesbian community does not like this. They hate this. Feminists hate when they do shit like this because it's actually making them irrelevant. They say it. They've written books about it. I don't agree with 99% of the crap they say. This is one of the things I agree. Yes, they're trying to get rid of women. The other thing that disturbs me about this, and it should disturb you too, what is a medical association doing this for? A non-man, what does that mean? You need to know whether somebody is a man or a woman. A non-man is not a definition of gender or sex. By the way, gender and sex, same thing. That's what these people do. They keep changing the definitions of everything. So this this is a great story. Um, again, I don't have it posted on the website because this came out yesterday. And uh, I'm just... Just decided to, to, to give it out to you. Okay, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll definitely talk to you tomorrow. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>